0: Hello, my name is TJ and I'm one of the voices behind the Geek Sweat Podcast. This is a special message regarding the next episode which has been recorded out of sequence during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. Now, in response to the government daily briefings and general health and safety requirements for the pandemic, the Geek Sweat Podcast team are practicing social distancing for this recording in an attempt to create new segments and continue sessions from our respective homes via a joint video call while we aim to minimize the risk and the spread of the infection from COVID-19. As such, we are working in the absence of our steam sound engineer, Giovanni Bastianello, AKA Neo Geo, and we hope that you can bear with us and any changes in the audio quality from what you may be accustomed to earlier. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb-listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. GeekSwear is available on Apple Podcasts where you can stream over 750,000 shows. Look for the lowercase white eye with two white wing halos inside the purple square, and you can have access to over 20 million episodes in their library.
1: Hi, welcome to Geek Sweat episode 121. One. Today we'll be dear I'm Stephen, of course. Um, I'd say of course, but you have no way of knowing that. Um, uh, t- today we're gonna be uh, discussing a hot topic, and today's hot topic to do around with the recent removal of certain episodes of certain TV series because of the use of blackface. So we're going to take a look at that. And um, my uh, guests today are TJ. Howdy. How are you, TJ? I'm not too bad. I've got
0: like the light in my eyes. But um, yeah, glad to
1: be back in the show. Okay, cool. And and also we have here MKH. Hello, MKH.
2: Yo, uh, I just wanted to say that I, for those that can't actually see me, I'm actually Akosh and I've returned in blackface to play um, <laughs> MKH. And Trevor's <laughs> being played by Dom in blackface. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can I, tell I'm I'm, I'm du- being played by Trevor in whiteface. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah you you yeah. can tell I'm done because I've still got the beard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, no, I'm great. Thanks for uh, leading on this, uh, Stephen. And um, yeah, it's good to be back home oh. on the on the on the on podcast a, yeah
1: we're glad to have you back for, well for this time anyway um so,
2: <laughs> depending <laughs> on what i say yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so um trevor what what's your view on the um recent um uh, blackface oh i can't say blackface controversy It's the continuing black but recently it's become a bit more of a hot topic with uh, different streaming uh, sites so taking down uh, episodes of comedies like uh, The League of Gentlemen, Community, 30 Rock, because of uh, blackface in certain episodes?
0: Sure. Um, I mean, there's a fallout, or this is the ripple effect of a Black Lives Matter protest, which is essentially been... Um, uh, Uh, flagpolled the issue around the death of George Floyd. And there's obviously several other issues. And I think what's happened is we've seen statues being pulled down, but now it feels like these kind of social media porters have kind of started saying a lot of different things and pushing out a lot of pictures. And it seems now that these distributing or streaming platforms are starting to say, okay, how can we react? Or how can we participate? Or how can we show our sympathy? And it seems like they've been delving into their archives for anything that's blackface related because blackface is obviously the issue um, which media, I suppose, engages in terms of representing um, uh, the black community in TV and film. But I feel that there's been a lot of broad strokes where there are some episodes where the blackface can be seen as inexcusable from my perspective of this is the only representation of a black performer on that series or in that context. Whereas yeah. there are other series where there have been the very astute representations of diverse castes and black performers, and they actually brought blackface in as a context to point out why it's an archaic tool. So yeah, I'm happy to delve into the differences, but I feel that we've got a situation where people are kind of, taking things away without
1: looking at the content. MKH, can I come to you for...
2: Yeah, so as a opening introduction, um, I, I'm going to put it on the table. Blackface has never been a good thing. Um, it was first introduced, um, I think, in the film Birth of a Nation. Well, oh, a... it's
1: been going since the 1830s. Where, oh, but when... Uh, it, when it... In theatre...
2: Yeah, but when it was committed to film that's yeah. So when oh, it, I think yeah. I think Birth of a Nation was the first uh film that actually introduced it and um the idea behind blackface was uh, not only to take away roles from um people uh of of black descent but also to caricature them and basically take the piss out of them. So what what we've seen is now uh different TV shows have now decided to delve into their archives and remove um offensive episodes that should never have been there in the first place but here, here's my issue black lives matter as a movement has been going on since was it 2008 when it first i thought it's 2015 when they first 2014 uh, let, me,
0: let me double check for you 2014
2: 2015 i think when they first came about and all they wanted was The reduction in police brutality and if a person was killed at the hands of the police they wanted justice but now we're seeing hollywood take this and turn it into something completely different and it's almost as as if tv and film are are posturing and grandstanding just for the sake of coming across as woke and also um saying we're the good guys so when we start producing stuff in the future please um indulge in it and and fill our pockets even more i don't think it's genuine um but with that being said it doesn't hurt that some of these blackface uh episodes have been removed and when we've seen people like um lee francis of Bo select to fame who who made his whole career out yeah. of um, not even just black-facing, but black-plastic-facing himself as Craig yeah. David? Um, yeah, he, he had to come out and apologize. And I yeah. think they've been the whole of Bo Selector.
0: I, I just want to say quickly that Black Lives Matter was founded in July 13, 2013. So it's about six or seven years ago. And it's a, the purpose is anti-racist advocacy and protest. And like you said, um, what streaming services are doing is their own interpretation of how to respond to that protest. But I think with Al Jolson, who was like a Broadway performer, he did blackface and as a caricature, and he was creating a generic character. Whereas um, I feel the problem that's added to the bow Selector era of blackface is he is attributing a characteristic to specific people who his careers, I think, have been marginally... The, the fallout of that blackface performance, because we're talking about Mel B, Trisha Goddard, and uh, Craig David, who are a singer, um, a TV presenter, and an R&B singer and producer. Let, let's I not
2: forget, he, he caricatured Michael Jackson and gave him the most stereoty- stereotypical black accent, and the way he swore and everything was stereotypical. of. So the, the irony is that Lee Francis did... What blackface was created for to mm. do a silly caricature of black pe- people that had nothing to do with the people he was caricaturing as well it was it was, when, and when it was essentially the it,
0: launch pad of essentially it was the launch pad of his career as well because he doesn't I don't think he gets the TV show on ITV as the uh, game show presenter without selector before him.
2: yeah when, when you look at his credits he didn't actually have much going on before that um so i think when i look back and i am guilty of laughing at some of the caricatures he did but when i look back i'm absolutely disgusted that how he was able to get get away with basically building a whole foundation on 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 blacking up his face featuring four different prominent black celebrities so um, i think he he's the biggest offender in 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 current times when it comes to that to the, the
0: australian guy
2: which, which australian guy
0: keith lemon keith lemon no saying? no the uh what's he
1: called um he does summer high thai.
0: oh I'll, I'll try and find out who that guy is but yeah he did he played a rapper in a kind of faux um cribs kind of um hanging out with a rapper in his expensive house um caricature didn't he
2: I, need, I yeah. need to see that. I haven't actually seen this Australian guy. So
0: Yeah, his I, Chris, I think his name is Chris Lilly. And he normally <laughs> is like a one-man show where he's dressed up in drag, I think, in Summer Heights Highway. He, he doesn't just play a young kid going to school, but he plays some of the girl characters as well. But he's
1: he crazy. plays a guy from Tonga. That was the problem. Yeah. But they blacked up to play the guy from Tonga. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. Is he, was his he show on Netflix?
1: Yeah, his new show was and everyone lambasted
0: it,
2: it as awful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, because it was it was clearly a middle aged white man playing a teenage girl in a blonde wig. So that that was really stupid in itself. Like it yeah. just wasn't believable. Uh but before we get into like the specific episodes that have been taken out, Stephen, what's your thoughts on the whole <laughs> Well, I just thing? think
0: it'd be interesting
1: to look a bit at the history of um of blackface because like i said it started in like, the 1830s and be- and it started off as, uh, as as a way in fact a lot of black people actually were f- in favor of blackface at the beginning because it was it actually gave the black community exposure which they didn't have before and in fact in the 1860s There were also, there were the the white minstrel bands, of course, who were the blacked up ones, but there was also black minstrel bands and they blacked up as well. So the actual blacking up, it's not like you're blacking up as a person of that race, it's a caricature. It's like the big red lips, you know, and the very, very, very dark skin. And so people said black performers during that time would actually black up on stage as well. But going back to what you were saying about film, about Birth of a Nation, the interesting—if uh, anyone doesn't know about Birth of a Nation, it's a film from 1916, which, on one hand, is was one of the greatest accomplishments of film at the time because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of the techniques it used. I mean, yeah. to do montage and flashback and all that sort of thing. It, it kind of moved cinema on. It's like so. It was like um. Yeah
0: or
2: something.
1: The, the problem was it was really, really racist. That's the equivalent of saying
2: the Nazis were really good scientists.
0: If you step into the footsteps of, of the Nazis, Fritz Lang was a propaganda filmmaker and he's regarded as one of the greatest German directors of all time, but he made a lot of Nazi propaganda films as well. So back to you Steve.
1: The good guys in the Birth of the Nation, the KKK, and the bad guys of course are, are, the, are the slaves. And, um, but the thing about Birth of Nation is that at the time when it came out, people were upset about that representation and that's and birth of a nation is one of the last films you will ever see where blackface is used in the drama because after mm-hmm. that people stopped using blackface in dramas it would only turn up in comedies and musicals so mm-hmm. birth of a nation you've seen as is, is, is kind of so at the time it was actually condemned um for that and and led to no blackface being used in drama in american cinema afterwards
2: um so, just go, picking up on the point you said about um, black people being in favor of, in the beginning, being in favor of blackface because it showed representation. Do you think that was a product of the times? Because at at, at this point, they were still slaves, so yeah, exactly. they exactly. couldn't get reputation representation because they wasn't even seen as human. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that has to be uh, noted as well um, yeah because
0: that, that kind of speaks to the gone with the wind oscar um by that was won by i think Hattie mcdaniel which everyone keeps referring to as a touch point because gone with the wind as classic a film as it was it still represents slavery as being it was okay and everyone was kind of well looked after and there was a kind of mutual respect for their position as opposed to addressing what slavery was actually like
1: in the twenties, thirties, and forties? You get a lot of um, you know black people playing kind of the servants and the maids, yeah. and it's kind of they're yeah. always kind of, they're always good, they're always kind of they've always got an intelligence, but they're always yeah. it's a really weird, it, it's awful, really. Yeah. But then you get of course to the fifties and sixties, and you get people like Sidney Portier coming along yeah. and, and films like um uh uh, uh what is it um the Defiant Ones, and um guessing he
0: together. Yeah, um, he actually won one of the first um, Oscars after... Uh, I want to make sure I get the name right. Um, he actually won one of the first Osc- Oscars after, I think it was Hattie McDaniel, because he had um, a leading role in something called Lilies of the Field, and he won... Um, uh, I think it was Best Actor in
2: 1963. Wasn't he in like uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Yeah, he was in
0: that as well, but I don't okay. think that was an award-winning performance.
2: Most famous
1: one probably the, in the Heat of the Night with him and Rob yeah, Steiger.
0: Yeah. yeah, which is like obviously about race relations as well. But the the thing is, I I think Gone with the Wind has like a very grey area in people's um, in Americans. Uh, conscience of how they choose to remember the old America, because there's one part of society that remembers it as a classic love romance story. And then there's another side of the community that says, well, you're just whitewashing what slavery was, even though it's from the perspective of the Confederates. And the, the issue of giving Hattie McDaniel um, the Oscar feels like it's been endorsed and it's okay for the black community to accept it, where most of the black community I know see one of the best Oscar-nominated uh, Oscar portrayals in film of black women as coming from people like Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey in The Colour Purple in the 1980s. So there's like a vast disconnect about the representation of black people in film and how, it's, how they've been endorsed, particularly coming back to Blackface.
1: Yeah, you were saying, you know, about, you, you think that if these episodes taken away, it's kind of, it's good. They shouldn't, I mean, how, I mean, what do you think about, say specifically the um, community episode, Dungeons and Dragons? Which oh yeah. So,
2: oh yeah. So now we can talk. now we stalking. can talk specifics. Yeah. I think there are uh, certain episodes, depending on what the black, what the vehicle for the blackface being included is for, uh, should be kept. So the community episode, I don't have an issue with, um,
0: why? why don't you have an issue
2: with it? well, because it um wasn't it a dungeons and dragons um character that yeah the person was um so it's yeah dark th- elf yeah, 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 so it's the dark elf, which i as far as I'm aware in fantasy. Because uh, you're a dark elf, does that actually mean you're a black person?
1: I've never what? seen a black person ever that looks like Chang does in that episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what? Can, can we dive into it a little bit? Because I, I, I've got a specific set of thoughts about why the advanced dungeons and dragons should be permitted instead of omitted. Because there's three things going on here, which is quite deep and layered, which is you've got a character in Chang who was already outside of the group already and he's desperate to get inside of the group for acceptance and i think the first knock is or the first joke is actually people who overdo cosplay i think that's the first issue it's like there are some people in cosplay who go over the top but the i I think the fact that he gives you the darkest shade of black on his skin it's like yeah yeah that now it's like That's the second slap in the face, which is like, okay, this is a racist thing and we can't look away from it. And what I find ironic is it's actually being played. This is blackface played by another ethnicity, where traditionally blackface that we are against is usually only by the white character. And the comeuppance of this dark elf, which let's remember is a fictional character in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. And we're not saying people who play Dungeons and Dragons are racist, but they, I think they specifically use this as a vehicle to address a point. So Shirley does say it's a hate crime, but on the other hand, it's like, this is the, the, the real issue. The, the main plot of the story is that they're trying to stop someone from committing suicide. And the racial plot is a subplot. So it kind of talks to you about how racism can be put on the back burner. But also you're literally getting the covert racist whose Pierce sat next to the overt racist. And I think the black skin that's used is the thing that makes it funny is Chang, like up until that episode, Pierce has been the most racist person in the community series for like three seasons. And then when, or two seasons, I think it is. But when Chang turns up, all of a sudden people forget Pierce is racist and the focus is entirely on Chang, which I think is a biblical proportion um, uh, joke. And the, the fact is you get the covert racist who actually, I mean, this is a spoiler, but in, the, in this episode, the covert racist kills the overt racist. And at the end of the episode, he's left in the room. So it's like the elephant in the room is covert racism.
2: Um, But isn't um, Piers, isn't he just a a low-level racist anyway? Like, he doesn't...
0: he's He's from an era where it was okay to say and do things at a time, but the way he comes across in the timeline of community, everything that he's saying is kind of funny, like this old man joke. But also, he does get... They do pick up, particularly the Jeff character, on how he's saying racist things and how long it's going to take for him to be racist because of some comments he says about Shirley constantly boasting about how he slept to birth again, etc. But the issue is, Pierce is a covert racist who's got a friendship circle. And, that friend, and they never really address or stop Pierce from being racist. They kind of just let it continue because no one else will kind of accept him in the group. And I think what's interesting in that episode is the narration sounds like a Tilda Swinton type from Lord of the Rings. And it's not until the very end of the episode you realize the narrator has always been a Hispanic kind of hygiene maintenance operator who's just kind of cleaning the corridors.
2: So um, I'm just,
0: I, I think they're totally aware of what they're doing.
2: Yeah, I, I think they're aware of it as well. But what I was going to say, I don't think Pierce is so covert. I think he's quite open about his low-level yeah, racism, yeah. and they but just yeah, yeah, yeah. take it on the chin.
1: Yeah. yeah, racism comes from a kind of um, an era where he, it's, it's for the jokes. He's it's not yeah. through any hatred. I don't think with Pierce, mm. it's through he still thinks yeah. it's funny. Racism. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So basically, Pierce's racism. It's not like he's KKK and hanging people. It's not like that. No. But it's kind of, yeah, the era of the jokes or it's okay for me to kind of make this blackface joke or make this bit. So that's what, for me, that's what Pierce represents. And I think the interesting thing was the way the dark elf or Chang's dark elf got killed because he doesn't just die and walk out of the room, but he kind of dies, walks out of the room and then disappears like um, an ethereal ghost. So it's kind of like there's a banishing, it, it feels like symbolically there's like a banishing of blackface to the past. So that's why I feel the community episode has more nuance than like, what's been removed by the League of Gentlemen, Mike Boosh, and Golden Girls. What about um, Papa Lazarou? Yeah, yeah. Papa Lazarou is the League of Gentlemen character who apparently yeah. steals people's wives or something like that. Yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, he's, a, he's, he's like an old English grotesque, which yeah. is what the League of Gentlemen do. Is kind of the, the weird, um, unpleasant part of Britain. But not done in a dumb way, like Little Britain. But done in a more kind of subversive way. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. is part of that kind of folk horror. I mean, I'm from Cornwall. We have terror. I mean, I don't know if they still do them, but we, in Padstow, they have a Darky Day, where, where, um, you know, they they make figures of, of you know these like overly really racist kind of black stereotypes.
2: So and, that's the one day black people are allowed to visit Cornwall? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just, I mean, there's been complaining about it for years and years, but there's this kind of, yeah, con- yeah and, but League of Gentlemen represents that kind of weird, yeah, um, yeah. Um, rural
0: yeah. kind of but horror. Uh, when I first saw The League of Gentlemen, it was difficult for me to understand whether it was supposed to be a horror movie or a comedy or a horror <laughs> comedy because League of Gentlemen basically lets you look at the armpits of society and the yeah, areas yeah. we don't normally go into because everything else is kind of asinine and very diluted on the BBC, whether it's My Family, Goodness Gracious Me or your traditional uh, primetime comedies, but League of Gentlemen actually gets under the dirt and the fingernails of areas because they've got a long-running sketch about, or it's not a sketch but it's a bit about um, this is a shop for local people and we only sell things to local yeah. people and there's a job centre situation where there's a hopeless group of, let's say in quotation marks, losers who are yeah. not going anywhere in life. They're being told there's a hopeful future, but there's no evidence of that around them. And they have to keep continually going to this job centre to kind of get remotivated for the week ahead. So League of Gentlemen does look at the dark side of Britain.
2: In regards to the League of Gentlemen being removed, so whenever I, I see that, that particular character reminds me of um, Black Pete from from Holland. And yeah. so the, oh, Black, yeah. the Black Pete character is basically a helper that helps um, Father Christmas deliver all of the uh, presents on, on obviously Christmas Eve. And the reason he's that colour is because he's the one who goes down the chimney as opposed yeah. to Santa doing it. And yeah. they really are sticking by that. But it doesn't explain why he has big lips like he's black and mm. black uh, featured like noses and stuff like that but that's by the by um so that's that's the type of character i thought of when i looked at the league of gentlemen
1: papa lazarus blackface it's bizarre it's not he doesn't have the red lips he has it's just a two like it's a yeah. black thingy black face with three white circles around his eyes yeah. i mean it's obviously a kind of it's way i mean he's supposed to be a racist
2: character though
1: isn't he i mean he's he's more representative of kind of that weird. you know you get the traveling folk who come down with their show to your little town every year and they take people off into the and he's got that you know and it i mean maybe it was a mistake because i
2: remember him having a weird interaction with uh token who's played by um the guy from get out fame so with this character um, I'm not going to pretend I'm ignorant and say that the creators of the League of Gentlemen don't know what they're doing. They are very smart guys. You just have to look yeah. at Inside Number Nine to understand that. So, and I the get
0: contributions it, to uh, Doctor, I think Sherlock as well. One of them went on to uh, help produce Sherlock.
2: Yeah. So I get uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, I, I get what they were trying to do, but again, was it? 100% necessary.
0: Yeah.
2: That's, that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Get the characters
2: serve yeah, for the with, bigger with, purpose. With,
0: with the League of Gentlemen, I think... I, I would say, for me, bring the community episode back. Um, but for the League of Gentlemen, I think there's a question mark. And if we've got time to go into the Mighty Boosh, I think it's a no-no one. But the League of Gentlemen, it does uncover the armpit. I mean, Stephen, what do you think?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe Papa Lazarou isn't good. Um, I, I'm a big fan of League of Gentlemen so it kind of pains yeah. to say. I mean, he's a caricature of the kind yeah. of weird, Yeah, you know, it's meant to be kind of circus makeup yeah. kind of, you know. I get
2: that. And,
1: cool. and, I, I 100% he's not, like... He's not pretending to be black. He's, he's, he's it's yeah. far weirder than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I understand. I is, is, is
0: Papa Lazarou a real human being or is he like a, Ghost or specter.
1: Well, he's kind of, he's kind of, he's like the head of the circus that comes to town and kidnaps women. Because
0: he appears he goes, in like very strange ways, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, he appears with his circus. So like he's like a kidnapper. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very odd, he's, he's, he's just strange. He doesn't, because, he's not funny, just strange.
0: Because the thing is, with my, the Mighty Boosh, they've got a character called Howling Jimmy Jefferson, who's in quotations the spirit of jazz, who kind of appears whenever like, jazz music is played, I think it is. I've not seen The Mighty Boost, but it's a character who kind of appears when this guy needs a kind of creative um, boost to kind of do create some jazz music. And Julian Barrett plays the, um, the human guy, and it's normally Noel Fielding who plays the spirit of jazz. He's kind of like a devil on the shoulder character who's trying to steal the soul of up-and-coming jazz musicians <laughs> if, as long as if they want to break through in uh, their genre. And I think the problem with that one is that feels wholly unnecessary, but um, it's, and, and for me, it's not, I mean, I'm not a Mike Beach fan, they might not like this, but I don't think they, they don't have to represent other black performers, but my issue is that there's no other black performer that even comes close to any of their episodes, a little bit like League of Gentlemen. So I think that's a real take in the piss one that, just well, the census.
2: Richard Adaway, oh, what's his name? Ayuadi, from the IT crowd. He was in. He did feature in the Mighty Boosh. The I think the audio because it, it came from audio, okay. didn't it? Yeah. yeah so he yeah, was. Yeah. He was on a, cu- a couple of episodes on there because I listened to it. So. I guess that was the closest they got to black people. But what I was going to say, a great example of blackface being used, and I, don't, I can't believe I was ever going to say that sentence, was mm-hmm. actually in *Tropic Thunder*. And oh, Robert yeah. Downey, Robert Downey Jr., uh, his representation of blackface was he was taking a piss out of every white person who believed they could they could play any role they want.
0: Yeah,
2: which ironically is exactly what Little Britain tried to do. So you've got these two... Uh... Actually, do you know the
0: other irony about RDJ playing Blackface mm. is that he
2: did Tropic Fund
0: in like 2008 or whatever. And then 10 years later, he ends up in um, the Avengers series and he co-stars alongside Scarlett Johansson. He played the Japanese character in, um, uh, what's was it, Ghost in the Shell? Oh, and yeah, lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of fallout for that not being an ethnically appropriate, ethnically correct character.
2: But with the Ghost in the Shell, they were still trying to uh, sell to a, a Western market. They didn't, yeah. and they just said, oh yeah, we we'll just make a white, whatever. But um, with, uh, so RDJ, he, he did that, um, that portrayal, which I thought was very good in itself. Yeah. And I think they really hit the nail on the head.
0: But you know what about the RDJ thing? It's not just the portrayal, it's the writing, because the character gets called out in the moment
2: yeah by a a black character is that what's he doing yeah and
0: and that's never happened before like there's never been i don't think there's ever been a blackface in performance or in film up until tropic thunder where there was someone in that world that said hey what are you doing
2: yeah this is wrong and
0: (laughs) and 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 he actually gets to reach a cathartic moment where the character himself realizes this is wrong where most of the time it's like oh I'm being blackface,
2: I'm being black-faced. I'm, being black-faced, I'm an actor. That's that's the excuse. I'm an actor, I should be able to play him. So yeah. I think that was a great portrayal. And that brings me on to Little Britain and the fact that um you have two <laughs> middle class white men. Um I was I was gonna say straight, but obviously one of them is gay. You got two middle class white men thinking they could play every single character in this yeah. show and um they they did their <laughs> I was going to say they did their best, but they they actually went out and did that. So I think RDJ's uh, portrayal of Trumpet Fund actually speaks to David Walliams and Matt Lucas in the fact yeah. that they thought is it was appropriate for them to not only uh, black up their face but black up their whole body, and not only yeah. just their body, have a fat suit, and have yeah. the woman naked, like just yeah. given the worst portrayal you could. And yeah. It's, really not just, st- it's
0: not just blackface, it's the gender representation as well. Yeah, and
2: I think um, that what really stung about that portrayal is that we don't see very many positive portrayals of black women in film or television, and that's how they chose to represent them on yeah. a show which was a massive hit. Let's not Let's not uh, split hairs. It was a massive hit for the BBC, and I think it even yeah. took them international. And they were thinking of bringing them back after... They did the Red Nose Day um, yeah. uh, skit or segment. Like this mm. is this is unbelievable when you actually think about it. In like, I, I guess with logical lenses on now. Um, yeah, But yeah. I'm glad they 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 panned or bin the whole of Little Britain. Um, yeah. Plus, they did a lot of. Um, I think that their portrayal of of, of disabled people wasn't very nice. Um, but he's, he's not
1: disabled,
2: no, but yeah. that's but it was his version of a disabled person, that's what he thought. A disabled yeah, because it was like, act like benefit dodges or something, yeah, exactly, yeah. to get the benefits. Like, that's that's what yeah. I meant. Um, so yeah, they, they, yeah, they had they had quite a few portrayals that I didn't really enjoy. Um, well, I've heard that 30 Rock have, um. I haven't seen that episode. I haven't seen that episode they did Blackface. It's one of John Ham they're talking about. I don't know. I need to watch it. What do you think
0: about the scale of Retribution? Because on the Atlantic, on the other side of Atlantic of America, Community and Golden Girls, we know were affected. That's an episode being taken out. But on this side of the Atlantic, Little Britain, Mighty Boosh, and um, I'm trying to remember the third one now. Wasn't it in between um, them? Yeah, no, Little Britain, The Mighty Boosh, and The League of Gentlemen, we're talking about the whole series has been removed from the platform, not just an episode. So Little Britain, they're off BritBox, they're off iPlayer, they're off Netflix. Mighty Boosh is, is off Netflix but still available on BBC. And of Gentlemen is the whole series, Netflix and BBC. Whereas Community and Golden Girls, it was just an episode. So what do you think about
2: that situation the the golden girls is such a stupid overreaction like we know what a a mud mask is like we're not idiots we're not going to yeah. accuse them of doing blackface when all they want to do is look oh. younger no, uh, from I, I, 90 years old to 88 years old
0: yeah but i think the, the issue with um, golden girls is the title of the episode was called mixed blessing and one of the golden girls had a son that was about to get married to a black woman and the rest of the friends didn't approve of the marriage, which it kind of had this other veiled message about interracial relationships, which is, so it wasn't just that particular thing as part of the plot line as well.
2: Okay, I didn't know that, but still I think it's a bit silly because what do you expect the Golden Girls to, do you you expect these old women in there, like they're reaching a (laughs) hundred to approve of a mixed race uh, marriage? I I just think, it so you're was, saying they kept it real? Is what I, think, I think they overcorrected it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah. again, it was a mud mask. It's weird, I mean, because you say they've been taken off BritBox. On
1: BritBox, they've got every um, existing episode of Old Doctor Who. Yeah. And there are n- numerous cases of actors. Not blackface. Now, I don't think there's any... Um, no, I'm pretty sure there's no blackface in Old Doctor Who. But there is a lot of white actors dressing up as Asi- uh, doing Asian actors. Sure, sure. And, but but and but we get a little warning so when I'm watching Doctor Who on Britbox I get a little warning in the, in the top left hand corner saying this yeah, episode yeah. contains racial stereotypes
0: yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I heard Ruby uh, Goldberg had to do that for a Disney film apparently she had to do a, a 30 second or 90 second announcement before a particular Disney film I can't remember if it was Pocahontas or something like that But she so was,
1: instead, instead of taking away this fact, I mean probably that isn't enough that you know this episode contains Racial yeah. stereotype, but would it not be a good idea to kind of maybe someone just do something at the beginning of these problematic episodes to just yeah. point out what you know it is, and not just kind of okay, this happened, let's yeah. just get rid of it. Also, yeah. the, the thing I'm finding slightly irritating about Black Lives Matters is that. it it, it seems to be focusing on these kind of peripheral things. And it's not about the systematic and institutionalised racism in Britain and America, which is the real problem that needs to be addressed. It's picking up all these little things and making that the big thing. So that, and and eventually people will get pissed off with kind of uh, talking about statues and stuff. We shouldn't be talking about this. We We should be talking about the actual institutionalised racism that exists in Britain and America. And that that seems to kind of get drowned out by the kind of more trivial aspects of it. I don't know how you feel about
0: that. I will say something about Black Lives Matter as concisely as I can, but um, there is footage online of Black Lives Matter protesters asking other protesters who've predominantly been white, but specifically been wearing masks and hoodies and dark glasses, who are spray painting Black Lives Matter on walls, businesses and wrecking things. And it's my opinion, people might not choose to believe it, but. I feel Black Lives Matter, the essential protesters, are still trying to protest the uh, George Floyd and the police brutality. I feel there's yeah. another element, and I think I'm going to call it Antifa for now, and I hope you don't get fucked over with this. But I feel there's an Antifa element of just creating chaos and an additional ploy because statues being torn down is something that happened a month ago. And Black Lives Matter has been around since 2013. Yeah. So you've got to ask the question, why, did, why are the statues being torn down now instead of later? And you've got to ask the question, if people are protesting, why do they need to spray paint? People were protesting before without spray painting the wall. So there's a lot of new elements to this protest, which I don't think is being, yeah. it's not coming from Black Lives Matter, but I think it's come from people freewheeling the idea that, you know what, I can go out and cause a little bit of chaos and get away with it because everyone's wearing masks and hoodies. But The added thing is, it's not addressing the point, like you said, and blackface is not going to change police reform. But but the thing is, there were so many opportunities for this to be done properly because going back to the scale, there's a difference between taking out an episode and taking down a whole series, and it feels like none of these episodes have been watched properly by the powers that be.
1: Yeah, because I mean, they haven't always done any of the Doctor Who episodes. I mean, if, if someone had highlighted that, then they'd be taken down. But, you know, so they just focus on what people are getting angry about.
0: Okay, I'm going to yeah. hand over to, to MKH, but I just want to say okay. something about In Between Us. The In Between Us was removed from YouTube due to a contract expiration. It wasn't a political reaction to offensive content, which it, it just coincidentally happened at the time a week or two weeks before the other episodes got taken out. So there is nothing wrong with the in-betweens at this time. Wow. You say
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I'm going to, try and... Be... You
0: know, I, um, I want MKH's
1: opinion on kind of what I said about Black Lives Matters and... Um...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Black Lives Matter. Uh, so they've always been about stopping p- police brutality and even going as far as defunding the police. Not Not defunding the police in terms of taking away all the money from the police, but... Funding it in a way that is uh, conducive to helping all members of the society that they're supposed to be serving. So I think that message is still there, and um, I think the media in in a in a warped sense to try and almost trivialise what is actually happening with Black Lives Matter is actually amplifying the silly peripheral stuff, so saying, "Oh this is pc gone mad by taking down all these episodes even though uh, yeah. i do I do agree with some of the episodes being removed disagree with some of the other episodes be being removed, so it 's a bit hit and miss there in regards to the statues i 'm not going to lose any sleep of a statue of a, a of a slave owner being thrown into a pond that doesn 't upset me but um yeah. Just in regards to those statues being pulled down, a lot of these statues, there have been petitions after petitions to try and get them removed. Yeah, the the Bristol one. Yeah, and the local authorities continually ignored it. So I think things had had become a tinderbox and and emotions had run high to the point where people thought, okay, if you're not going to listen, this statue is going to come down. Like people have already said, you would never expect a Jewish person to walk around anywhere where there's swastikas or a statue of Hitler. In fact, this country was celebrating when the citizens of um, Iraq at the time pulled down all of the statues they had of Saddam Hussein. So now we in this country and in America are pulling down known like peddlers of human flesh, people that they didn't even see as human, like the amount of people that drowned because of that, the statue of that idiot in bristol is like i don't even think they have accurate records like the numbers are through the roof and the fact that they took their time to go and actually arrest the guy who instigated the statue coming down okay whatever you want to spend police money on that go for it but don't tell me you're shedding a tear for a statue not even the actual guy it's not like he dug up the guy's grave and <laughs> tossed him into the water it's a statue a marble statue and that's what people were really, really getting upset by. And you saw the, the counter-protests where people were going down to uh, central London to protect Churchill. Happens. The
1: police boarded up the Churchill statue. Yeah. To protect it from the people coming down to protect the statue, the, 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 the white racists, and the, the people yeah. that were actually meant to be taking the Churchill statue down, but never to be seen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: do, do you know what the irony about that was? Somebody, somebody from the far-right protesters, protesters ended up urinating on a police memorial, oh, yeah, yeah, based yeah. On, which was the culmination of uh, a, a riot based on um, another police brutality death um, beforehand. So it's like it, the circle is like really mad.
2: Can I just say, though, like now, now that the protests have become a lot more civil the media's not covering it as much because they basically want to drown this out. They want to put this whole period of time behind them as much as possible. And now you see that we're focusing on, um, I guess, where we can finally go on holiday to and also the fact that we are going to end up with a n- no-deal Brexit.
1: I think, well, like when I said before, my criticism of Black Lives Matter, it wasn't that. It's more criticism of the way the media kind of reacts to Black Lives Matter and, and kind of mm. builds up the things that they think will get people annoyed, like the kind of yeah. taking away yeah. their yeah. favourite programmes. The actual main issues, yeah. the, the, the racism that, that is still very Britain in America and uh, however many other places in the world.
0: But can I tie two things together? Because there's a councillor in Scotland by the name of Graham Campbell, who just happens to be a black guy, and he is trying to do a campaign in Scotland where he wants to keep the statues and keep the road names that are symbolic and reminiscent of the slave trade era, but actually do talks and tours So for the roads. He wants there to be like guided tours where people learn the history of where the names of the roads come from. Yeah. I and mean for I the, see- and for the statues, he just wants the plaques changed. He doesn't want to remove the,
2: yeah, remove yeah. the
0: statues. And I think that could have happened with the TV series. So going back to Stephen's point, you instead of changing the plaque on a statue, you could change the intro on the or the description at the beginning. Because in Netflix you have to click through a couple of pages anyway. So you can have yeah. a preview screener to say warning, um, contextual content that may offend culturally is about yeah, yeah. portrayed in this comedy um, performance. And then then people can start thinking for themselves and asking questions and say, where is this coming from? Why exactly. does a production like this come into being? And in the case of um, League of Gentlemen, who does Papa Lazarus refer to? And then they can go back and say, oh, this is the other thing going on in Cornwall that I didn't even know.
2: Well for that to happen you need a better system of history in this country and not put on a pedestal idiots like David Starkey so I think there's a lot a long way to go for that to be able to uh I guess produce uh uh fruitful interactions I yeah. I, I I I contend what other people have said you don't need statues of Hitler to know who he is and you don't yeah. need plaques of him to know who he is pick up a history book. Um, but yeah. I think they do need to revamp the whole uh, history system they have in this country because... So, so
0: you don't like the idea of keeping a statue but changing the plaque to be more informative?
2: I don't think people... So uh, I don't I think... red nose a little red nose on his face. On his, on his. <laughs> yeah, see, See. Our, our British suppression and stiff upper lip wouldn't allow us to have a statue that... Uh, had anything negative written on the plaque about the person um, that is, is is being portrayed? Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, I don't talking think. Talking about I've whitewashing, ever come...
0: the whitewashing of achievements.
2: In the, in the yeah, yeah if,
1: well, if they, had, um, they actually tried to do that with the Colston statue, that there were a number of drafts of kind of a, a rewritten uh, plaque for the statue, but no one could agree on what the word should be. It was just sure. they just got stuck in.
2: That's what power. I'm saying. So, like, if they, like even his worst deeds, they're still trying to sugarcoat it. We need to say he was a slave owner. He made the majority of his money from this, and this many people died on his forages. Like, I don't understand why there's such a massive argument about that. But mm. again, um, that's for the powers that be to decide. Mm. Um, but before we we close this episode, I just wanted to say that. Um, The fact that I don't know how to feel about the fact that the Simpsons, both the Simpsons and Family Guy, um, the the actors that played uh, Apu and also um, Cleveland Brown have decided to quit. And say we're not going to play. We're not going to voice any characters that are not our ethnicity anymore.
0: Um, I think somebody did that with um, Big Mouth as well one of the actors um, who I think was Hispanic. Um, hopefully I'm not getting this wrong.
2: No, she's, she, she's, she's Jewish. Jewish and she's Jewish and she was she's playing, playing a black character. Like half, black character Hispanic, was, half Hispanic and half Jewish she was yeah, playing. Yeah,
0: and, and, and the, but the character she was playing I think was black, but the, the cartoon character was biracial. I think she was mixed race, white, black. But she said, I'm stepping down from this voice acting role so it can go to an ethnically appropriate actor. Which is, yeah, bit, I, felt, I felt that was a bit of a reach. But even,
2: so, even in Hollywood, all, all anyone is asking for is representation and allowing more diverse uh, thought in the writers' room. They're yeah. not saying just burn the whole place down. They're saying we just yeah. want equality of opportunity.
0: I, I yeah, I just personally don't think voice actors are part of the conversation. Otherwise, you can go back to uh, James L. Jones and Darth Vader. So, well, I mean, they're they're I, making it.
2: They're making themselves. That's the problem. See, people, instead of like just bowing down to what a movement is doing, they're yeah. injecting themselves in there saying, look how great I am. Yeah, now yeah. can you support me? They're, like It's, yeah, it's they're, selfish. They're, they're,
0: it's like they're injecting themselves with virtue virtue, to say, I'm doing something, but what they're doing is not touching the science.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what, are you gonna, what, 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 by you giving up your voice acting role, unless you're going to give away all the money as well, yeah. what is, what, how is that going to stop the next white police officer yeah. from putting a bullet in, in a black yeah. um, person's head? Yeah. So can I, I, can I, underline, can I underline,
0: that, underline that? Because I think you're saying it as well, but it's not that they're not going far enough, but they've gone too far away from the actual point for it to be relevant.
2: So oh, absolutely. I, think, no. I, I
0: think I think there's a confusion in the in the public conscious that, oh, now they want more episodes to be done. It's like, no, we don't want more episodes and more changes. Um, From my perspective is make a specific change that has an actual focus on what the issue is.
2: I think um, a lot of people, because they don't know what to do in this time, especially celebrities, and people that work in Hollywood, I think coronavirus and whole lockdown has shown that they're not really actually that important because they don't do anything. Like throughout mm-hmm. the whole lockdown, the best they could do was sing a song and say, I'm going to take responsibility. No one yeah. cares. Like <laughs> there's other more important things going on. So I think it, this is um, celebrities. Uh, having their egos a bit bruised and thinking, okay, how can I make myself feel a bit better, even though it doesn't actually do anything for the larger conversation. Um, but I don't know. I think it's all humbug. And after this episode, I'm going to remove my black face and go back to being so <laughs> All right, right, we'll
0: I have to remove my black face and go back to being... Kingdom
2: as well. Is blackface and that's the blacklist? MKH. Uh it depends. It all depends on context and what the intention
1: is the thing that is always missed in these conversations.
2: Yeah. Uh, So what what was the point of the blackface being used in that episode or film? If it was to harm or it had no real use, or if you if you deleted that character and it didn't make a difference to the story then maybe blackface doesn't need to be there. But if it's used in a good way, like we saw in Tropic Thunder or uh, in that community episode, then yeah, it, 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 it doesn't deserve to be blacklisted. Trevor?
0: I, I'm a, on a mannequin of this. Um, it's not a simple yes or no answer. It's, is blackface plus context enough to blacklist? Then I would say no. But if it's blackface plus no context... Then I would say yes, because you're not you're re you're regurgitating the negativity of the past rather than addressing the root cause of and the repercussions of blackface as well.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean, I um, I think I agree with all both of you said there. Um, I, I would push the education rather than the banning of. of, I... of of these things but um
0: Stephen I hope this isn't the reason why you left Cornwall and relocated yourself to Hackney (laughs) well I mean the thing is when you say it's like you talk about education
1: but where I come from where i grew up you know it was all white everyone's you know everyone is a little bit racist for me. it's just i mean, that's a big generalization but there is a yeah. kind of we're different kind of we're not used to different people i mean i was i mean my the first friend i ever made was black uh, on the, my first day of school and he stayed with me throughout my whole school career but he was the only black family in my town of like fourteen thousand people wow and um but, but it was lucky for me because I never heard a racist joke when I was a kid because it was also apart from he was also like the hardest kid in our year yeah. and because it was maybe they mate, were
0: afraid I, of you as well
1: I left school <laughs> but <laughs> apart from the but Cornwall has a terrible you know it's just yeah it, you know you need educa- you need a kind of more uh, we need more people of ethnicity to move to Cornwall and to actually show them to actually you know there's nothing to fear because it's it's not a very enlightened place to call. Uh, thank you, Trevor. Cheers. And thank you, MKH, for joining us.
2: Uh, thank you for having me.
1: And uh, thank you to everyone for um, listening. And um, I will see you again soon. This has been Stephen. This has been Hot Topic. And this has been Geek Sweat.
0: Goodbye.